0: Don't ask me to talk.
1: From the sublime to the ridiculous.
0: Join me, Stacey Heller.
1: And me, Eric Ryder.
0: As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more.
1: An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen.
0: Stick with us for something good. Hello there. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk here on Kixie. I am Stacy Heller and I am joined by my co host, Eric.
1: Yes. Good afternoon and hello.
0: Wow. I love that.
1: I'm, I'm trying to have a little energy because I, I feel like I'm still tired from Thanksgiving. The trip <laughs> like to the pan. trip to Pan has not <laughs> it's worn off yet. I'm, I'm a little sleepy today. So I'm trying to like. Woo, jazz it up to uh, you know you get that jolt of juice here so that we're I'm I'm not too boring during the show.
0: You're never boring during the show. Well, I
1: appreciate that, but uh, you know. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, the good news is this show is not about like being too serious or on the nose uh, with news or anything like that. This is, I mean, this is just conversation. It's fun. It's, it's about
1: having fun. Yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, the good news is. You don't have to do a lot of heavy lifting here. so <laughs> Thank goodness. Right. Exactly. Thanks to those that listen, whether it be live or later via podcast. You can find Don't Ask Me To Talk and my other show, Stacey Connects, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you share it, subscribe, rate, maybe even leave a comment. We love comments. Uh, you can also follow uh, Stacey Talks on Instagram and uh, if you forget about an episode or you want to explore past episodes, you can do that, whether it's on your podcast platform or on Stacy Connects, um, or rather, Stacy Talks. If you want to connect with us, you can do that. That's right, folks. You can call or leave a voicemail or even text 475-999-2726.
1: Or... 475-999 brand. After all that stuffing, it's time for some fiber. <laughs> so, dial 475-999 brand.
0: There you go. You got to keep it coming so to speak. Uh how was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was great. Yeah, it was very nice, very chill, small group. Uh me, the girlfriend, my dad, and uh, Gertie. Uh the dog and <laughs> Isis the cat. And uh they had uh, Everybody had plenty of turkey, so everybody was happy.
0: I yeah. was a little bummed. Uh, so on the other end of the spectrum, I traveled and spent Thanksgiving with, I think there was 16 of us, 15 of us. And because there were so many, uh, there was not leftover turkey for sandwiches. Aww. Or at least I didn't get to take advantage of it. There may have been. Uh, but the next day, we had gone into uh Rhode Island. Not Rhode Island. We were in Rhode Island. We had gone into uh, Providence to drop off a couple of the kids to make flights and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we missed the leftover turkey sandwiches.
1: Um, You should have let me know. I would have brought you some turkey. I still have like (laughs) six, seven pounds left. Oh my gosh.
0: Holy cow. We'll talk offline. Maybe I'll come (laughs) back and get some. Uh, My nephew did a lot of the uh, heavy lifting with Thanksgiving. And I'll tell you what, he is an awesome chef. He braised part of the turkey, and so you would go to lift up, like, you know, the leg um, or the wing, and the meat would just fall off the bone. It was delicious.
1: Well, that sounds great.
0: Oh, it was so, so good.
1: And convenient.
0: Very convenient.
1: <laughs> if there's one thing I hate about turkey, it's trying to do the uh, the, the slicing, uh, you know, for distributing turkey to everybody. Uh, Um, carving yeah the carving that's the word i'm trying to think of thank you (laughs) (laughs) but
0: yeah distribution
1: (laughs) yeah trying to (laughs) try to carve the turkey i hate that and i i always feel that pressure of people like looking at me as i'm trying to slice off like it's some weird ritual
0: like i think back on like uh Uh, family vacation or the holiday, like, Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase. And it's like, you know, he's carving the turkey as if it's some big ritual. Um, And my nephew solved that by, you know, essentially he butterflied the turkey so all the parts were separate. And instead of having carved turkey, it was like chunks of turkey. I don't know. It was really good. It was very different in a good way. So anyway, hopefully everyone had a great holiday. And uh, speaking of holiday, now, are you ready to hear about some of the ridiculous high holidays?
1: Absolutely. As if we don't have enough regular holidays <laughs> I- <laughs> during this season here, let's cram in some extra nonsense holidays.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I always try to pick like a little that are legit and maybe they, again, edutain people. Sure. Um. So there's a little bit of the Edu, ed- educating, and then there's a little bit of attainment. Um, so on the edu side, uh, today is actually World AIDS Day. Now,
1: so not nonsense. That's important that we recognize that this is still a disease that we're still trying to cure, and it's still a scourge for many, many people in the world. So, yes. um, yeah, an important thing. I wouldn't necessarily describe it as a holiday. Um, maybe a day of of, of awareness.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, this this website where I find things. Like, that's what this is about. It's about awareness. Now, one thing that I thought was a really interesting take on this is it also is day without art. Or uh, maybe it's, yeah, it's day without art day, which is redundant. Um, and this is an it's interesting... A bunch of,
1: let me guess, a bunch of Arthur's got together and said people just take advantage of us they don't appreciate us what would the world be without arts and so they came up with day without art day and uh then they uh, art just stays home that day and uh we we gotta find some way to deal (laughs) it's just so close close?
0: (laughs) so close and yet so not Ah. close at all no, it,
1: I like my alternate I, I reality do. version. I do.
0: I kind of like it. It's like I have this vision of like all the arts being like you're not invited to my birthday party, and like taking their marbles and going home.
1: Well, art just better hope that his birthday is not on <laughs> World Without Art Day,
0: right? Yeah, because that would
1: be a real bummer for him.
0: Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Um, well, no. So what today? What that actually means is, as in conjunction with, or you know, uh. Uh, parallel to World AIDS Day, it's apparently a day about, it's acknowledging that besides AIDS being something that goes on in, you know, Africa and mm-hmm. lots of like third world countries and all over the world, it's also something that, you know, plagued the LBGTQ community, especially during uh, the 80s and, and whatever. Well, so it's an interesting thing about how the, AIDS epidemic impacted um, a uh, demographic
1: community for sure. Yep, that
0: is really artistic, and how you know how many artists we have lost Mm. over the years to AIDS. And I thought that was a really interesting take.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also a, a good idea to consider, you know how art improves the world that we live in. There's a lot of naysayers that think, you know, we shouldn't spend money on art, you know. Uh, that's superfluous or uh, whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> but, a good word. But, um, you know, art improves people's lives. Absolutely. It, it, makes them, it makes you think. You know, it can bring joy. It can, you know, it can uh, touch your heart. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, it recognizing the importance of art and Arthurs uh, (laughs) is is a good thing for sure.
0: I mean, Art Garfunkel. What would we have done without Art Garfunkel?
1: Right. I mean, those songs would have had slightly less harmony.
0: Totally. So, all right. So that is one of the more, that's the edu, edu side. On the attainment side, there are a couple of good things. Today it's National Cookie Cutter Day and National Peppermint Bark Day. So Cookie Cutter Day, I thought this was interesting because it's like I could see it being like cut out cookie day or sugar cookie day or butter cookie day or whatever. Uh-huh. But the fact that there is a cookie cutter day.
1: Now, I'm going to assume that this is actually about the baking implement and not uh, about uh, let's all conform today.
0: You know, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see this is what happens when you assume I'm looking it up right now. Um, because there is
1: that you it know, is that baking, term. Yes. yes,
0: totally. No, nope. yeah. it is in fact about the cookie cutters. It celebrates the art of fun-shaped cookies with great fervor. Uh, so, I had to pick this one because I used to have a cookie business, and that cookie business uh, meant and I focused primarily on butter cookies, sugar cookies, cutout cookies, whatever you want to call them, and. They, um, that resulted in about a thousand cookie cutters. I had a collection, and there is a cookie cutter for like everything out there. It is fascinating to me. Uh, nativity scene, got it. Um, you know, um, something that's a little R rated. Got it. (laughs) Uh, Circles, triangles, flowers, hot air balloons, motorcycles, you name it, there is a cookie cutter out there. So apparently uh, cookie cutters are the thing that are so not cookie cutter. There are so many different ones that you can have. So that one I kind of had to do. And then peppermint bark. What are your thoughts on peppermint bark? I like it. I do too. It's really good.
1: Uh, You know, uh as much as I love chocolate, when you as soon as you add like a second ingredient, I mean, unless it's like beef, <laughs> but <laughs> if, if it's like fruits or peppermint or any of those other like candy things, it for me that's like such a winning combination that I I just love it, um, and yeah, I think it makes the uh, it makes the I wouldn't be eating regular just peppermint candies. And, uh, you know, it's better than just chocolate. So it's, it's so like true. one of those things that's, you know, two great things that make something better together, like chocolate and peanut butter.
0: Totally. Uh, my friend... Although Jen- I would
1: eat both of those things individually.
0: <laughs> well, yes, that is, yeah, I'm with you. Um, My friend Jen Freshcorn makes amazing peppermint bark. She has like one of the little um, molds and she does little Christmas trees and things. And she's totally nailed the ratio of... Dark chocolate with peppermint with like the the white chocolate or coating or whatever, and it is delish. So, hey Jen, kind of needs some holiday peppermint bark when he <laughs> chance exactly. <laughs> um, and then happy birthday to Bette Midler. All right. I mean, beaches, people cry. I don't think I've ever seen the movie.
1: I haven't seen it either.
0: I don't know. I feel like I don't need to have a cry fest. But but a phenomenal
1: singer and a phenomenal actress and huge career.
0: Huge career. And uh, I think she was the final guest that Johnny Carson had on his show.
1: She sang The Wind Beneath My Wings.
0: Is that the song that she sang? Yeah. Look at that. See? So, hey, Bette Midler. um, A total total icon. You're right. So, all right. Well, uh, any regrets from... Last show, I have no regrets. I got to have a conversation with your mom. <laughs> I mean, I I have to say, she seemed super sweet. Maybe it's because she was talking about coconut pie. There you go. But, you know, either way. Sweet
1: topic equals sweet mom.
0: Right? I mean, all moms are sweet when they're talking about sweets. <laughs> right,
1: right. No, no regrets for me. I, that, that was a good conversation. My regret is I didn't come more... Uh, prepared with five ingredient recipes. But to be fair to me, it's not like a, a topic that I've thought about in my lifetime <laughs> up until we, the magic wheel selected it. You know? know, it's I don't think of like a five ingredient cutoff uh, for a recipe being a thing. But clearly, it, it's something that people think about because it's quick and easy. So, totally. Yeah, I'm glad you. Came prepared.
0: I totally did. Yeah. And I have up on uh, the Stacy Talks Instagram page under uh, recipes, I have the recipe for your mom's coconut pie. I have my Jones chicken dishes uh, and a couple other recipes that we talked about. So if you're looking for those recipes or if you're like, what the heck are you talking about? Again, go back and listen to the to the episode from last week and uh, you'll know what we're talking about. So in the meantime, uh, let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk about two lies and a truth. We'll see what the uh, wheel has gotten us into this time.
1: Sounds good. Stay tuned. Also coming up, we talked to Vance, of course, our good buddy from Dingfelder's Deli. Stay tuned.
0: Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Ask me to talk. Welcome back to Don't ask me to talk. So I am Stacy Heller,
1: and I'm Eric Ryder,
0: and and so, both
1: of those statements were true.
0: Uh, well, actually, <laughs> I should have used that as my my one of my truths or my lies because I'm technically not Stacy Heller.
1: Uh, what? <laughs> Yes. You're blowing my mind like 20 seconds into this.
0: Yeah. So, funny story. Uh, And by the
1: way, for people that didn't catch the first portion of the show, our topic today (laughs) is two truths and a lie.
0: Yeah. So, funny thing about being naive and, and getting married at 22, just 22, I assumed that when we went to get our marriage license and and we did all the paperwork associated with getting married, Mm -hmm. that just automatically I my name would change to Stacy Emmerich, which is my maiden name Heller. And so forevermore after I said I do, I filled out all paperwork as a new young bride as Stacy Emmerich Heller, my Driver's license when I moved to Connecticut, my passport, everything. I just, Stacey and Keller. that's who I am now. Turns out it doesn't work like that. You actually have to change your name. And uh, so... I didn't know that. Yeah. So you have to legally go and change your name with like Social Security and what have you. And so uh, the only person, persons... That uh, really cares, of course, is the IRS. Right. And so you have to put in like aliases. But otherwise, all of my official paperwork has me as Stacy Emmerich Heller, when in fact, according to the IRS, who is above all other
1: <laughs> entities, like, entities yeah.
0: I am actually still Stacy Therese Emmerich.
1: All right. Well, yep. you learn something new every day. Don't you? But for all intents and purposes, you are Stacey Heller.
0: So I decided that this would be sort of a fun game. You and so, I both like games. Sure. So this is kind of modeled if uh, people out there listen or watch uh, Late Night, uh, what is it called? The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. He does a thing where um, he has a guest on the show and they have two envelopes they have to pick. uh which one they want the person to read, and then you basically um, you read the statement, and then the other people sort of interrogate them, if you will, and determine, like, Is It's a this-
1: good get-to-know-you kind of thing, right. I think. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: it's like the statements are fun facts, basically, about the person, and uh, one of those items would not be a true fun fact. Uh, so, a exactly. fun lie, maybe, I guess.
0: Exactly. And so even if the statement that you read is a lie, you're trying to mess the person up so that they have to you're guess. You're trying
1: to convince them that it is a fun fact and not a fun lie.
0: Exactly. So, okay. So do you want me uh, – do you want to pick one? You, Yeah, you pick – so what we did is we wrote down our – Two truths and a lie and number them one, two, three. And mm-hmm. so Eric's going to pick a number and I will read what it is. And then you will have, uh, I don't know how long to interrogate me and we will determine or you'll make your decision and I'll let you know if you're right or wrong.
1: All right. Okay. Sounds good.
0: So one, two or three.
1: Uh, let's go with two.
0: Okay. So. Oh. I went to senior prom with a relative of the OG Superman, Christopher Reeve.
1: <laughs> so I I need to ask questions about no. this or do I guess right off the bat? Well, I mean,
0: you can, but it's not as much fun if you just ask or you just guess right off the bat. Okay. You can ask some questions.
1: All right. Well, uh, so senior prom. Yep. Um this would have been nineteen forty-two. Okay, uh, I'm kidding.
0: Nineteen eighty-eight. Nineteen eighty-eight. Wow, uh-huh. rude. So
1: rude. I'm just joking around here. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, we so have fun. This is a game. It's a game. So yeah, eighty-eight.
1: Eighty-eight. Okay. All right. So I'm picturing it. Uh, and are you
0: picturing my watered silk dress that I wore?
1: What color was the dress?
0: Uh, it was like. Floral print, kind of pink and green.
1: All right. And I I seem to remember uh, in the 80s, ladies' uh, dresses, at least for like proms and, and stuff, had like the puffy, puffy shoulder sleeves. Did yours have puffy shoulders?
0: Yes, except the dress that I wore for senior prom was more of a uh, middle-aged woman cocktail dress <laughs> than a like senior prom-type dress. Okay. Much to my regret.
1: <laughs> that sounds kind of cool.
0: I mean, it was, and, you know, and he he wore, uh, let's see, uh, we went as friends, and so because I had said, don't worry about getting a corsage or anything, I didn't get him a boutonniere when his sister found out that He was taking me and didn't get a corsage. She yelled at him, so he picked something up. And so he came over to my house for dinner beforehand, and so I took a daisy that was on the table, and I stuck that uh, as a boutonniere for him. And he wore shoes that looked like spats. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite a look.
1: Cute. Cute. Yeah. On the corsage thing. I— I was so nervous about pinning that corsage onto my dates that junior high, I got a wrist corsage. <laughs> and then senior prom, I was like, oh, I got to do the pin on one because otherwise, a yeah. it's a, yeah. And I was like, all, I almost passed out <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> trying to pin this thing on because I was so scared of st- stabbing this girl who I liked a lot uh-huh. uh, with the corsage pin, but- Thankfully, I did not. So
0: it's a stressful thing, but also yes. the placement. Like it's right. like well, and that you're was usually, the other thing. It's
1: going to turn into an accidental assault. Right. Well, let's hope not in front of the right. parents with the yes. camera,
0: so there's evidence. Right. Yeah, it's just <laughs> exactly. a horrible tradition. It is. So, uh, any other questions? And you can't
1: go. Can you just pin this on yourself? I know. Please? Well, I mean, um, what was the gentleman's name?
0: Well, his given name is Cornelius. He went by Neil.
1: All right. What 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 was Neil's last name? Reeves. Okay. Well, you said that like yeah, Reeves. <laughs> it's yeah. obvious, but that no, would not yeah. necessarily That's true. be obvious. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Neil Reeves and you, 1988, mm-hmm. going to your senior prom. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you uh, did you get a limo or nope. did he drive or did you drive? He or? drove. Okay. And what kind of car was it?
0: I have no idea. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Uh, did Neil, um, did he have a, did he wear a tuxedo or nope. wore a suit or?
0: He didn't even wear really a suit. He wore like slacks and a dress shirt tie. And if I recall correctly, it was like a, some kind of a Tweety type jacket. Wow, Neil. Right? <laughs> I that, mean.
1: That's slacking.
0: He was very handsome.
1: Well, very good. Um, all right. Well, I'm just going to guess that it was true.
0: You are correct, sir. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And after prom, we went to the bird sanctuary where I got drunk for the first time and he had to stop the car so I could get sick.
1: And then fly you home.
0: And then fly me home on, on his, uh, cape. There you go. All right. Your turn. All right. Uh, let's see. One, two or three, one, two or three. Well, uh, I'm going to go with three.
1: All right. Number three. I once interviewed the actor, writer, and director, John Sayles.
0: Oh. Hmm. When was this?
1: This was 1997. And why? No, I'm sorry. 1998.
0: Wow. That year, like, that made all the difference. (laughs) Uh, Why were you interviewing him?
1: He was making a movie and uh, in in the area I was and um, we thought it would be cool to talk to him of uh, I, I was a fan of his movies and uh, so I asked one of my colleagues to see if he would come on the radio show that I was hosting and he did. and we talked to him for like an hour.
0: Were you a grown-up then?
1: Yeah, I was a grown-up. yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> So it wasn't like college.
1: No, this was early in my radio career. Okay. Um,
0: what movie was he making?
1: He was making the movie Limbo.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I don't know that one.
1: It's a good movie. Very good.
0: Okay. Uh, what movies had he made already?
1: Uh, he made a ton of movies <laughs> um, Eight Men Out, for instance, okay. The Secret of Roan Inish. The brother from another planet, City of Hope, Passion Fish, um, the Return of the Seacock is seven. Just to name a few.
0: And since you're such a big fan, what did you talk about?
1: We talked about his movies, of course. We talked about his thoughts on uh, the current, at the time, movies that, that were coming out. Uh, like I, I asked him about uh, Godzilla, for instance, that had just. Uh, they had just announced that it was being remade or that it was just coming out, uh, a remake of Godzilla at the time. But We talked about his career. Um, we talked about the challenges of, of filming in a place with inclement weather. Um, yeah, lots of stuff, you know, general movie stuff.
0: <laughs> hmm. All right. What was he wearing?
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I believe he was wearing like a, a white tank top uh, and probably some cargo shorts.
0: So what time of year was this? This was summer. Okay. All right. I'm going to guess. Go ahead. I'm going to guess it's a lie.
1: And it was true. Oh. I've talked to him for about an hour on my show uh, up in Juneau, Alaska, where they filmed Limbo. And I should
0: have looked up while you were talking <laughs> where Limbo was. Like, I didn't think to check.
1: And it was a great honor because, yeah, I was a big fan of his movies, and uh, he was a really nice guy. And uh, later that week I got invited to the governor's mansion uh, where they were uh, holding a dinner in his honor and uh, got to see him again there. Wow. And he remembered me, which was nice.
0: That's super nice. And yeah. was he wearing... Uh, a tank top and cargo <laughs> shorts. To that
1: table. I, I think he he had cobbled together uh, some slacks and a and a nice shirt.
0: There you go. Yeah, Interesting. but the, I, I
1: believe the tank top and uh, cargo shorts were like his uniform at the time. Sure, yeah. makes
0: sense. All right, that was good. Okay, so you are now left with one or three.
1: Yeah, let's go with one.
0: All right. So I broke my arm doing a cartwheel.
1: Okay. Um. What year? Did You break your arm
0: 1977.
1: Okay, so you were maybe like, about 11 or 10
0: for oh, that's uh, first grade.
1: First grade, okay, clearly I failed math, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because think-
1: you just told me you, <laughs> you went to senior prom in '88. So, yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> yeah. all good, um, all good, but okay, first grade, yep, uh, and you, you broke your arm doing a cartwheel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um. Now, was this in school um, or uh, at home?
0: This was at home in my front yard.
1: Okay. Okay. And were your siblings around?
0: Uh, I don't remember uh, if they were around, uh, but my dad was out in the driveway and family friends had just pulled up because we were gonna go see synchronized swimming at the country club. Could that sound <laughs> any more like white and <laughs> uptight? That is
1: yeah <laughs> very bougie. Um Okay, okay. Um so let's see, did you go to the hospital after yes, Yeah. I broke my arm. Well, you know, some parents are like ah, she'll be fine. We'll put some ice <laughs> on it. You know shake it out, kid <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and how long did you have to wait before you saw a doctor at the hospital?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. But it was a bad break.
1: Yeah. 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 So, uh so was your just your lower arm or your upper arm or uh,
0: it was uh I want to say it was a compound fracture, which I think means like the bone like broke broke mm-hmm. broke and I think I broke two bones in my arm as I recall. Um And so it was a full cast that I had.
1: And how long did you have to wear the cast?
0: For a long time. Long enough that I'm convinced that I was once a righty and that I had to write with my left hand. But I can't remember if I broke my left arm or my right arm. I don't know. It's all confusing. It's a blur.
1: All right. I'm going to say this is true.
0: This is true. You're right. I'm not good enough at lying. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that means that for you, I am left with, what, one and 2 going to go two.
1: All right. <laughs> well, on a related note, <laughs> I have never broken a bone in my body.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Like, I just want to say right off the bat, I think it's true, because I could see you being a very cautious kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that cautious, but uh, yeah, I've never broken a bone.
0: Is it, So am I right?
1: Are, are you officially I, guessing? Well, yeah. Okay, you are correct.
0: I, I knew it. <laughs> I'm like, I could see. I, meanwhile, like, broke my arm. I got stitches in my chin. I got stitches in my knee. I once uh, got a bug in my ear, and I had to go to the hospital to get it out because <laughs> it went, like, right next to my eardrum. I got a, a bug up my nose. Like, I was a mess.
1: I think I just knew instinctively that we didn't have insurance uh, so <laughs> so breaking a bone was just...
0: Uh, like it was not yeah, an option. It was,
1: yeah, not an option. It was yeah. off the table.
0: Meanwhile, I did a running uh, round off cartwheel and totally broke my arm and uh, my parents were not pleased. It was like, great, now we're going to have to miss synchronized swimming at the country club. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: so so we know now because we've had two truths from you that this third one by process of elimination is a lie. But I'm really curious what uh, you thought you could pull over on me with number three.
0: I went to Bermuda on my honeymoon and got so sunburned I spent most of it indoors.
1: Now I would believe that 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 I'm glad <laughs> that that didn't uh, get picked initially because yeah, I I totally believe that story.
0: right. Meanwhile, I went to Europe.
1: <laughs> right. okay. <laughs> Have you ever been to Bermuda?
0: Yes. Actually I've been twice. Once when my mother was pregnant with me, I didn't see much and then another time I uh, I went with uh extended family, my in-laws and my husband's sisters and the whole family. Uh we went on a cruise together.
1: It's kind of the Hawaii of the East Coast.
0: It is a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so it's but it's my parents honeymoon, so.
1: So uh, did you like it? Did you have a good time?
0: I Totally. Is
1: it worth going if you're uh, li- living on the West Coast?
0: I mean, it's definitely a vibe. I totally loved the men wearing shorts and knee socks Bermuda with a blazer. Shorts. Yes, I was like, this is adorable. This is a whole vibe. I love it. Uh it's very like preppy, very you know, it's an interesting place because there's on the one hand, it's very moneyed. On the other hand, it's very poor. And so uh, you can choose to not see the latter and instead mm-hmm. like only deal with the former. But then you don't really get to appreciate the, the country and what makes it so special. Um, and so it was beautiful. And of course, I would recommend going because um, it's kind of an interesting place.
1: Yeah. And where it, else are you seemed... going to get a Bermuda bag? Well, there you go. <laughs> it seems interesting. You know, yeah. uh, I've always been kind of interested in Bermuda, but um, you I can see just... you
0: rocking like Bermuda shorts with like <laughs> the the um, socks up to your knee and then like a pair of dress short or uh, shoes and like the tie, and the jacket. I can see you doing that. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So what is your lie that you were going to try to pull over?
1: All right. Well, uh, growing up, I had a pet pigeon.
0: (laughs) I would have totally been like, you're full of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the
1: thing. Um, One time uh, I found a wounded seagull. And I took him home, and I said, "Mom, the seagull is wounded. He can't fly. He must not be able to fly because I was able to just pick him up." <laughs> and, and so she let me keep the seagull for a couple weeks, and we what? fed him off-brand Cheerios, um, and he was really sweet. And he would uh, sit on my shoulder like a uh, like a you know, a Polly on a cracker. Yeah, like a parrot on a pirate. Um, and, uh, yeah, he he was a sweetie. And, uh, then like after a couple of weeks, we took him to the duck pond and let him loose. But, uh, I had a pet seagull for a little while, but he wasn't a pigeon.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm like, I'm shook. I mean, and isn't there the writer, Eric Siegel?
1: Uh, possibly.
0: (laughs) I think there's a writer named Eric Siegel. Like this is like everything converging all at once. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, Eric Siegel, uh, and I think it's like Eric Siegel Siegel. It's
1: uh, I think yeah, <laughs> but I think it's Siegel S E G A,
0: like Stephen Siegel.
1: Yeah, Siegel, and it's rich.
0: <laughs> details, details. Anyway, right. well, uh,
1: so we've learned a lot about each other. We
0: have yes, and hey, listener, you've learned something about us too. You're welcome. Uh, love playing those kinds of games. That was fun right i was
1: dreading this because i i i was really blanking on uh fun facts about me uh but uh yeah now that we've done it i've enjoyed it
0: see i never lead you astray
1: and this is a great party game for folks out there to uh, bring to their holiday parties a good a good icebreaker and a good way to uh, get to know your fellow party patrons
0: party patrons i love that
1: party people in the house right before y'all hop down to go to the uh what was it? The gymnastics or the... Uh,
0: you mean synchronized swimming at <laughs> synchronized the country club? Synchronized
1: swimming at the country club. That's <laughs> Same right.
0: country club where Santa used to helicopter into the ninth uh, hole and deliver presents to children? Sure. <laughs> yep. Okay. Tells a lot about me. Anyway, we'll be right back with Vance Dingfelder so that we can know what we're eating.
1: And everything he says is true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. We'll be right back. Go to StacyConnects.com to connect with me and your messaging.
1: Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnekin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator. And my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will
2: inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast.
1: Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics hoping to make a connection through conversation.
0: Don't ask me to talk Hey, welcome back to the show I am Stacy Heller I am joined, of course, by Eric
1: Hey, it's me, Eric Ryder And this is my favorite part of the show It's when we get to talk to our buddy Down at Dingfelder's Deli That's right, I'm talking about The King of the Kanish, the Duke of the Deli The Lord of the Sandwich himself That's right Vance Stingfelder. Vance, how are you, sir? <laughs> how are
0: you? <laughs> how are you, oh, Gosh. Doing great. Doing great. Hey. How's your week been? It has been awesome. It has been... Uh,
1: festive, even?
0: Festive. Yeah. Festive. Well, I mean, you know, nothing like uh, Thanksgiving on the East Coast, like where it all originated, you know?
2: Yes, of course, where it did originate. Did you you go hunting for a turkey?
0: Uh, We did not. I was uh, saying at the top of the show that my nephew, though, he was in charge of cooking uh, the turkeys. We had a couple. And he braised the dark meat. Yeah, there you go. And it was delish. Fall off the bone like holy cow. Mm -hmm. And he butterflied the turkey so there was no traditional... Ceremonial carving of the turkey. It was like it was already done and we served it family style. I believe that's called spatchcocking. Yes, that's exactly what he did.
1: I hired a contractor to come out and do some of that. uh, (laughs) To your wall. Spatchcocking. Yeah. It's last weekend. House is looking great. Actually,
2: I'm really having fun with with, with Lakshmir. Have you visited Lakshmir lately?
0: No.
1: (laughs) What are we talking about here? What's loch Lochshmear?
2: Loch it's, it's It's a place in Scotland.
1: Okay. Oh loch means lake <laughs> but right. sh- schmear right. that's Yiddish, right?
2: Schmear is Yiddish correct <laughs> and, but it was invented well, Have you ever had Scottish smoked salmon? I haven't. I don't know. I don't- actually actually Scottish locks is really good. Um, so salmon is big everywhere, especially sure. over, over there, right in in, in the North Atlantic. <clears throat> salmon is just as big. In fact, I'll give you a little tidbit about salmon. The we get farm raised salmon here on on the West Coast, right? Yep. And it's 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 farm raised king salmon. Okay. But it's. But it's the Atlantic species. Wait, really? Yeah, it took me a long time to wrap my brain around that one.
0: That's okay. crazy. So farm-raised salmon on the is Pacific Atl- coast is... is
2: the, in the Pacific Ocean is the Atlantic species.
0: Wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, Do does Atlantic salmon, like spawn and go upriver somewhere on the east coast? How come we don't learn about that? <laughs> you know I, 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 you know what? I don't know. I, I, isn't that weird? Like, when we I, moved I, I, here, the kids did a whole second grade project about well, like, the yes, salmon. You'd,
2: you'd go to the fish hatchery. Yes! you talk about the salmon. Huh. Right? And, and, and yeah. And, and you'd follow it back. And, and the cycle of life of salmon. I mean, it's a big thing here. That you know, you go to the locks, right? You see the salmon run. Yeah, you, you know. It, 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 I don't, I've done. It's a little odd, but yeah, I've done quite a few things about salmon. I know. And the, like kokanee salmon on Orcas Island. They, they have a, a fish hatchery for kokanee, and kokanee is a fresh water. It's the only freshwater salmon, and it's pink. And, I mean, it's orange in color. Looks like a trout. But it's a salmon, and it's called kokanee, and it's the wait a second, it's it's I believe it's Mountain Lake on Orcas Island where they do it. Yeah, so so Scottish smoked salmon. I've been so I've been working on the line a lot, and Loch is a thing, and in my brain I'm I'm, I'm saying Loch saying Loch and it sounds like I'm like Loch Ness. Okay. <laughs> and that's made me think Scottish. There you go. Now you know how my brain works. Wow. The, the Lakshmere
1: so, monster so is real. We
2: our own salmon here. It think tells us,
0: right? Yeah, you should be calling it, Eric is right, you should be calling it Lakshmir, uh like, monster.
2: Lochmear monster. Maybe we make a sandwich with the Lakshmere monster. <laughs> hey,
0: there you go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like Sasquatch. It would be
1: like a bagel sandwich, maybe. I, I believe the
0: we're the only place Seattle, that you
2: can get a lox on a bagel that's a smear, at tomato, cap- capers and onions at five o'clock at night.
0: Oh well, I mean, and honestly, that's a vibe. That is like <laughs> that is a total vibe. Well, people
2: do it right, and and I find it I find it you know interesting that people don't realize how like that's special. Right to order a bagel and lox with cream cheese, toasted through DoorDash, and have it delivered to you. at five thirty at night in Seattle.
0: Hello. Uh, that <laughs> is a hot fresh
2: a hot fresh bagel. Yeah.
0: Well, and Charlie's favorite thing is the uh, salmon salad that Dingfelders has. Charlie's special, and I love Charlie. <laughs> Charlie is my son, by the way. I, I
1: would you have know, thought he would have gone for the, the Charlie, tuna. Oh, Sorry, oh Charlie. are letting
2: everybody else know.
0: Yes, I'm letting everybody else know. <laughs> no, it's not the tuna. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> 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 salmon is a huge part of the Dinkfelder's and Nourish like menus. I mean, the smoked that salmon that you do. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, we do close to 250 to 300 pounds a week of smoked salmon. That's not lock. That's, that's the salmon that we make, you know. And, yeah, that's, I'm really thrilled with that. And, and, and what's really cool about it is people, um, a lot of places that do lunch, right, like um, we did a, for a law firm today, mm-hmm. they'll order a side of salmon, in addition to what else they're ordering for people that don't want to eat sandwiches or something like that, something like that. And they'll just throw a side of salmon. People come in and buy, uh, you know, two pounds of smoked salmon, and they'll have it for dinner, you know, without heating it up. So it's become this this thing that people are, are eating that's not just with their bagels. Oh yeah, it was on the it was on the East Coast, in New York especially. You know, you buy, and, and they call it they call it baked salmon there. Yep. Um, right, but it's still it's it's smoked salmon. Or they didn't even call it kippered salmon, but real kippers, it's not. Um, right, but it, when you go it, in, in New York, it's 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 basically smoked baked smoked salmon that uh, that they buy and. And uh, when you came, when I came here, I realized the difference. But I'd make it in the East Coast style, so that it's um, it's not dry, because when a lot of you know Pacific Northwest smoked salmon is is cooked you know traditionally. Yep. Um, you know in a in, in a fire smokehouse, and they they tend to cook it a little hotter. And that just makes it a little drier, that's all, you know. They, I've even had, you know, salmon jerky here, which is kind of interesting.
0: I've had that, but too.
2: I like the belly, really, myself.
0: I don't know the difference between the different parts. I have no idea if I I'm eating eat the, <laughs> the belly or the tail or the, I have no, yeah, I, I don't even I know the some parts. exciting
2: news. What is it? I need bacon <gasps> out of pastrami. Wait, wait. Yeah,
0: that's like I don't. I don't even know what that's the equivalent of. That's like me saying.
2: And it it came out pretty good. Yeah. So so I mean yeah I did I did a a pastrami bacon and egg on a Kaiser roll, and the people that ate it were like, "This is really good. You got to do this." Mm. And I'm like, "Okay, maybe we might do it." So there's still in a prototype thing, but the bacon it came out really it came out pretty good than bacon. The thing is, it doesn't have that. You know, bacon kind of has a chew. Yeah. Right. Okay. This crisps up really
0: nice. So this it, is like the crispy bacon versus the crunchy bacon. Yeah, and
2: I kind of like
0: a little chew. I do too. I'm a crunchy. I like the. I like to have a little chew, but that's okay. Interesting. I I, like, I think I like my bacon. On medium rare to medium. <laughs> Interesting. Okay.
2: <laughs> but I do like crispy bacon, also.
0: All right. Now in I'm a, fascinated. In a salad. How do you bake bacon out of pastrami?
2: Oh, now we're getting. All,
0: All right. right. Well, we only have like a no, minute no. left. So a minute.
2: Okay. All I did. <laughs> so I made it. I sliced it and put it on the grill. Okay. Because I was just playing with it. And I was like, wow, it kind of crisped up really well. And it needed a little sweet, right? So I tried a couple things. I tried maple syrup. I tried a little brown sugar. And then I got a little ridiculous and put a little sriracha with maple syrup and brown sugar and a little bit of salt. <laughs> Ooh. And which was really good, actually, because it was a little spicy, but you still tasted the pastrami. It had a good amount of sugar, uh, but then it needed salt. So, you know, and and the last one, (laughs) the last one I just used some brown sugar and uh, some salt, uh, a little bit of vinegar, and a little bit of sriracha. And... It was really good. <laughs> so I want to make. I want to say. I have to be able to make a bunch because if people come in and order it, sure, can't be make can't be making it on the fly.
0: No. No.
2: Interesting. And we, we let some people in today.
0: <gasps> All right. So we kind did, of a. And we're not ready to let people in. But the but people we, spoke. Well, they. You know, we kind of felt bad.
2: They came for lunch. They said, you're not dying in yet? We came all the way. <laughs> we came all the way from Tacoma. Wow. And, and I'm like, wow, okay. And we, just for you guys. And I said, Come, if you don't mind sitting in, you can sit in. Then a bunch of firemen came. Speaking of firemen, there they go. <laughs> They're like, thanks, fans. <laughs> um... they, they came in today, and we let them in, and then so there was about you know, and what was really cool space was everybody was talking and it, it, the energy right yeah remember how I told you a couple of weeks ago about the energy of a restaurant yep it's it really comes alive when the people get going inside
0: absolutely
2: it's it's different it's a totally different vibe and it's just really you can tell that the deli is just kind of, like, itching for it. Yep.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. My Christmas wish this year is that Dingfelder's is ready to open uh, soon into the new year.
2: Well, I from your mouth, Stace, because I'd love to be able to let people in for Hanukkah.
0: Yeah. Well— And Hanuk-
2: Hanukkah starts on the 18th.
0: So let's manifest good things. Um you know, so, hey, everybody that's out there listening, manifest that Dingfelder's is going to be able to open to inside dining sooner than later. Uh, and in the meantime, of course, if you want to learn more about Vance and Dingfelder's and Nourish Catering, well, you know where to go. Go to Dingfelder'sDelicatessen.com or NourishCatering.com. <laughs> How about that? Hey, Stacy, thank you so much. Thank um, you. And you
2: don't have to. You don't have to do delicatessen. Just Dingfelders.com. Oh
0: yeah, Dingfelders.com. I knew that. <laughs> totally knew that. It's just such a yeah. habit for me.
2: It is a habit, and I love the fact that you say delicatessen. Because, I mean, you know, you know, it's a thing. We did we,
0: did we go over? <laughs> you know what? This, we
1: could, some we, of this might be tightened up for uh, the broadcast, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we always enjoy talking to you. Always. Oh, I got
2: to tell you, Eric, you know, I enjoy you guys,
1: too. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, Have a Great week. you too. And uh, we're going to figure out what we're talking about next week now.
1: All right. Take care, Vance. Bye.
0: Bye, guys. All right. Pastrami? Pastrami
1: bacon. You know, I saw beef bacon in the store for the first time, you know, a few months ago, and I got it, and it was pretty good. It's a, it's a different thing. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't bad. So Sorry? I got to imagine that's somewhat close to what Vance was talking about, but probably nowhere near as good because that man knows his food.
0: Hey, hey, it's all about the meat.
1: Absolutely. All right, let's find out what we're talking about next week.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: A perfect topic for the holiday season here, our favorite gift ever.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm going to have to do some soul searching and some brain searching <laughs> over the next week because <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, I have no idea what it, what it is, but uh, yeah, I'll, we'll have to think about it, and then by next Tuesday, that uh, information will surface. <laughs> right.
0: From your lips to God's ear. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to have to do some thinking, too, because, I mean, ages, stages, like meaning, Ah, so many things to think about and consider. All right. Well, uh, hey, everybody. Have a great rest of the day. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you next week.
1: Have a festive week, everybody. We love you.
0: Thanks for listening.